You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. out the window right now yes. with the lights on. I feel like it's an Alfred Hitchcock movie being well, filmed behind me. called Rear Window. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm up one night. Sarah's gone to bed. The baby's sleeping and I'm playing Fallout. Uh, the baby's sleeping in Fallout. the room next door. Yeah. I'm playing Fallout. And I start like, I start hearing like these moaning noises and I'm like, what the fuck? And I, I'm like, is that the game? So I pause the game. Noises are still happening. So I look outside, and at first, like, I'm thinking, like, someone is, like, getting, like, attacked or something. So I look outside by the pool, nothing, but I hear the noise, and I follow it to this back bedroom. And I kind of look out the window and look down. I think maybe it's in, like, the little dog park area. No, I don't see anything. So I, I let the blind lower, and then as I'm looking up, I see these people. And we have, like, we don't even have, like, a patio. It's, like, two inches. It's a piece of cement. With, like, yeah, it's a little slab of cement with, like, a little railing. But... There's some woman bent over the railing, yeah. and this dude is like just drilling Railing the hell her? out of her yeah. with the door wide open, and they are just like screaming into the night. Wow! And just plugging away, and I was like, "What? That that is one that is ballsy as hell on on a weird <laughs> exhibition kind of level. That like I'm going to just fuck and let everybody see me, but then at the same time, like that's really fucking trashy. Like that is super trashy." <laughs> Look, whose apartment is that? Is that her apartment or is that his? And I'm kind of thinking it's her apartment. I no, I've got this all figured out, Joe. Yeah, they it, were, was, it was me. They were, win. <laughs> <laughs> they were filming a porno. Will this they? is what happened. Yeah, exactly. It's nobody's. It's, like it's the production Mary? company's apartment. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they're leasing it out. You just happen to be. Uh, you're an unwitting. Joe watches uh, a lot of TV. It's funny that he's. <laughs> it's funny that he says that because. They do that at the W across from mm-hmm. where I work. Oh, dude! We'll be hanging out in like RJ's. RJ's our uh, our sales uh, director, mm-hmm. and we'll be hanging sure out in his is. office having a meeting and stuff. And I'll look behind him, and like on the patio of one of the rooms at the W, there's people just going at it. And there's, like, to, people, there's people filming it. I went to a Halloween party what? at the Nilo one time. You know the Nilo up in Plano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Nilo Ventimiglia. That's <laughs> right. My favorite. Uh, <laughs> Of uh, the Rocky movies, <laughs> yes. No, yeah, they were just they're just going at it. Had wow. a free audience down there. Wow. Well, it's like where else? Did you, you give gonna... them your card? Where you like? Need a good, <laughs> it was like you, you know, need a good DP. Yeah, get it. DP. <laughs> Double penetration. I got a long boom mic. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do that. No, no. I'm too good for that, Joe. You're I'm too a good. respectable person. I'm too cool for you. <laughs> get it out of the way. Right, that's the Scott Pilgrim reference number one, everybody. That's right, number okay. one. So they, you, you hear a couple of extra voices that do. we don't generally have in my head. Uh, often here on the podcast. Because we is, don't have enough microphones. This is the editing bay, by the way, on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. Mine's Joel. This is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're bad movies. Uh, sometimes they're good movies. Sometimes they're movies that have been around for a while. Sometimes we'll just go see something that's just been released in the theater, uh, which... No, we don't. We don't usually do no, that. No, this is like the, happens like I was once count, or twice. I was trying to count the other day. This is like the third time they've done this? Yeah, yeah. We did it with um, the Wolverine. The Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And then what was the other one? Uh, oh, you... Was it the... Uh, was it Mad Max or... No, no, no. Um, what, did, what did we do? We, oh, shit. We talked about uh, Superman versus Batman. There you go. That's what it was. Yeah. Why? That, God, that movie was so bad. Because it was epically horrible. You it know why? So because bad. Joe had to get it out of his chest. 
Uh-huh. I had to get it out chest. of my chest. Yeah. I had to get it out of my chest. <laughs> like, like an alien, alien movie. <laughs> yeah. I had to get it out of my chest. We had we had gone, we had passed, we had talked about Batman versus Superman. Well, and you and uh, Jeff did. We Yeah, because you were late to the party. You decided to, to be a contrarian. Okay. Wait a month no, to see wait a minute. When That's everybody not else what I chose was already to do. over it. Nobody was That's talking That's what I chose to do with Everybody Ham- waited Hamilton. a month to see that movie. <laughs> That's no, we saw it on opening weekend. Yeah, you guys saw it on opening weekend. I just made myself sound really bad. so bad. It's all right. It's a long Yeah. So, no, we don't do this too often, but we, uh, we saw a movie that came out just this past week. And this was your idea. Called, well, it was kind of a, a joint, <laughs> it was a joint effort because The I idea wrote, to see a movie was yours. I wrote the group, and uh, we've, got, we've got Sarah and Jenna here with us. Uh, they're going to talk about this movie. Hi, guys. Mm-hmm. Hi. Or gals. Yo, yo, yo. How are you? Hello. That's, okay. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, I threw the, uh, the idea out to, to you guys on Facebook, like, hey, Let's go see this new Independence Day movie because it's surely a piece of shit, mm-hmm. uh, and it'll make for great fodder on the podcast. To which more logical voices prevailed, <laughs> and we're like, um, "We don't want to watch a bad movie." Well, first of we all, we don't want to drop twenty, thirty dollars, forty dollars on it. By the way, uh-huh. I forgot to get money out. I need to. Oh, I yeah. need to pay oh. guys. Listen, Add listeners, it to my tab, dude. Joel paid you. for the tickets for this movie. Uh, and then when the time came and I was like, hey, let me get the guy to take some money off of your bill and put it on mine. He's like, no, no, man, no, no. Well, no, because you were it. trying to like do math in, in the third act of the movie I was just going to tell him to take $20, we $30. I was going to tell him to take money off your tab they and put it on mine. They can't do that. They Why can't know. they do that? We're lucky that we get the food and drinks we order, Joe, much less paying for other people. There's no way they're splitting the check. In okay. the dark, in the night. <laughs> <laughs> for the band, for the band, uh, number two. So yeah, no, I've I've got to, I'm just letting the listeners know too. But I, I, I that. still I'm in the red. I have red in my ledger, and I have to wipe it out. It's all right. I, uh, one day I will ask you for a favor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and uh, listen. Stay away from oranges. I appreciated that you wanted to do uh, Independence Day. I, I just feel like it was a week too late. Yeah. Um, you know, it already come and gone. The, the reviews were in as a stinker. I, did anybody really? in this? Did we need reviews to tell us that? that no, movie no, was we pretty be much. Bad. Well, it does have Jeff Goldblum, so there's a Jeff Goldblum effect that raises everything. Does it? Though? He makes everything ten percent better. Does he? Oh, yes. Did absolutely. he make Did he make Hideaway ten percent better to you? I mean, well, that was you were talking about being in the red. That movie was in the red. He brought it up to zero. So yes, he he okay. had his part. Um, but uh, th- this one seemed appropriate because Joe had been wanting to get you guys, our respective girlfriends, slash. Fiancés uh, on the show for a while. My favorite and of Destiny's Child, by the way. <laughs> Fiance, <laughs> I know. I liked it, and I put a ring on. And so I was looking to see what the new. Wow, wow, in stereo. I was looking to see what the new movies were, and uh, we got this Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Yeah. And it seemed appropriate because we're two schlubs who spent a lot of our lives looking for dates. That's right, and we needed podcast dates. <laughs> So uh, the parallels were, were right. <laughs> Joel and Joe need podcast dates. That's exactly what it was. That's what I'm. That's what I'm naming this episode. All that's right? good. That's good. Mm-hmm. You should just came up with that right now. You should do that. I came up with that a week ago. <laughs> I did it 30 minutes ago. <laughs> so I appreciate you, Joe, letting us uh, pull the old switcheroo on you and not watch the. Pull the switcher. You make it sound like it was some kind of like tranny trap or something. <laughs> Like we introduced Joe to a chick, it turned out she was a guy. <laughs> they call that the Houdini. <laughs> By the way, one of my favorite Batman writers ever, Houdini, Paul Dini. Comic fans will get it. Wow, that's a fucking deep <laughs> it's, cut. It's a deep cut. It's it, the first one's the deepest. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Mm-hmm. Um, Starring Zac Efron. 
Yeah, Zach Efron and, and Adam. Adam. There's some debate right now as to how we pronounce his name. You think it's Devon? And the person that would generally be correcting us mm-hmm. uh, is screaming sitting here with us. Screaming at my computer monitor at work. <laughs> you're going to be screaming at yourself <laughs> when you listen to this podcast. You'll be it's like, wrong. it's, it's wrong. wrong. You're saying it wrong. No, is it not, not Adam right. Devine? I think it's Devine. Is it Devine? I don't actually know. I was, I was, I I was would going see... with everyone else on this. I was going to go with the consensus and I'm, pretend like that's what I thought all I'm along. I'm going with the, the, it's got the E at the end. And I learned in uh, second grade English so that you it get was a hard e. vowel. You get the, get the I. That's right. Get the, you get the I. <laughs> no, you get the D. Then you get the, oh, <laughs> yeah, the hard a big D. hard D. <laughs> Uh, so, I was doing so well. Summar- summarize this. <laughs> summarize this film. Uh, I don't have to summarize it because it's in the fucking in the title, title show. Dave and Mike, or Mike and Dave, need wedding dates. Dave and Buster's. Actually, Joe, do you know this was based on a on a semi-true story? Called Harold and Kumar no. Go to White Castle. <laughs> it's, uh, this was something that happened, what did we say, in 2013? Fun with Dick and Jane. A couple of guys, uh, they were up to no good. <laughs> Started causing trouble in their neighborhood. That's right. Mm-hmm. Got I got one, one big fight. My mom got scared. No, but uh, it happened in 2013. They actually went on Craigslist, these two schmucks. They actually look like, we were looking them up earlier. They look like the uh, the Winklevite twins uh, from Social <gasps> Really? Network. They look like Army Hammer? Yeah. I'd have gone to Hawaii with them. Yeah. Well, uh, you'd be disappointed because in real life, it wasn't Hawaii. It was like uh, somewhere in New York. <laughs> Jersey. It what? was like, yeah. It, somewhere in New York's fine. It depends yeah. on where. Like, uh, not, not one of the good places. Not your beloved... Uh, Harlem? Where are you from? <laughs> from New York. No. I'm from, from Rochester. Rochester. Thank you. It was not Rochester. It's not one of the nice places. <laughs> like, you say, you know, like Rochester. It's not one of the nice places like Rochester where if you've looked at the news lately in the past week, they found the second body who has been burned to death. Like, oh, they I burned somebody that. alive. Mm. So there was two bodies so far found like that. And then there was a Walmart where a fight broke out because two girls were taking picture of another woman who got offended and so people were picking up like garden tools as weapons and like what? brandishing them and attacking each other. That sounds epic, actually. But you're right, you're right. It's not That as sounds nice. like a flash mob. <laughs> it's that's the new version of Flash Mob. We're, we're done with the singing it's and dancing. Flash Mob. Now it's just like just, impaling just little, your fellow shoppers. See, my, I always thought Flash Mob was just a big mob of people that ran really fast. <laughs> oh, 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 like, like the flash. naked, like the flash. Like they're flashing, like the Flash. Yeah, he doesn't. The superhero, he doesn't the Flash. Know. I don't watch that. I don't watch CW shows. Please, I'm an adult. <laughs> oh, okay. My bad. So I watch Mike mil- millennial comedies like Mike and Dave. Mike and Dave escape from dates. Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> <laughs> they're both they're the whitest people. You the whitest kids you know. They're the whitest kids you know. They really are. They, the, um, all right. So so yeah. The, what what I was kind of hoping this movie would be mm-hmm. is like Mike and Dave struggling to find dates to go with them to the wedding. Yeah. And that like the wedding would have been like the third act. As promised that's, in the title. That's what I was thinking it was going to be. I didn't think they would wrangle themselves, their wedding dates, quite so soon. Mm-hmm. You mean Stangle? That's, yeah. They, mm, oh my god. Stangle. Already. That's their last name. <laughs> and, yeah. and the real people's easy. last name is Stangle. Is that really well? their real, yeah, exactly. real names? Wow. They didn't even have to find a funny name to work into the script. Art imitating life. That's right. Mm-hmm. Art Carney really often well. often imitates life, <laughs> but never duplicated. So let's um, let's talk about this movie, guys. All right, after you. Okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, like you said, they they uh, they're so these are two uh, troubled Utes. As uh, uh, oh, what was did you say Ute? Yeah. What's what's a Ute? Fred Gwynn. Thank you. 
from my cousin. The Munsters. Mm-hmm. Father Munster. Um, <laughs> from the Munsters. Right. Yes, but I was talking about the movie where he actually made that reference. <laughs> but nobody knows it from my cousin Vinny, do they? What? He's he's Papa Munster. He's Father Munster. Herman Munster. Herman Munster. <laughs> Papa Munster. That's his name. It's what I do. When you guys are going to get out of here, I'm going to pop a Munster all over. His <laughs> um. So these two Sorry. kids get this horrible look. You're going to what? This happens every episode. I should have been paying attention. I was googling. Okay. <laughs> Phones down, everybody. Phones She's down. Like, I've been Sorry, checking you're email. Pop a monster. Sorry about that. So a couple of kids, they're always ruining things. We have the, we're greeted uh, with this nice montage Which at the beginning, awesome. where it feels uh, like the wedding crashes. When, it, right? well, when I was telling when I was telling Sarah when we left, I was like, you know what I really love that this movie did that I don't think is going to be as appreciated as it should be is the way that it opens. Like it opens with this epic montage of them like being the lives of every fucking party that mm-hmm. they go to, mm-hmm. and then not like two minutes later we get to see the other side of it, yes. where it's like. How they fucked up every party that they've gone to. Like, mm-hmm. we got to see the reality of it. Usually some bodily injury involved. But it was really clever the way fire. that they threw that together. I thought so, too. Yeah. So that's the, so then we're introduced to uh, these characters. They, they screw everything up. Uh, and now it's, their, it's time for their sister to get married. She's getting married. A little nice little uh, Ginny. politically correct biracial uh, wedding happening, uh-huh. which felt a little forced to me. But it didn't we'll seem forced to me. I, yeah. I loved it. I, I like it too, and this is something I always talk about. I'm, I'm always happy when I see that. <laughs> I always point it out, like, oh, look at that interracial couples. It makes it warms the cockles of my heart. Wow. But and maybe I'm you're jaded. Like, you're pointing out. No, you're not jaded. You're pointing out how racist you are. No, no, I'm like not that, at this all. This is something that you point out and go, look, guys, look, everyone. Listen, you don't have to. I'm point so it out. happy. It makes that me a happy. black man and a white woman I are am. together. <laughs> Because we live in a time where that's normal and it's expressed, and like, so why did it seem forced to you? Uh, because I, 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 the cynical side of me makes it feel like okay. So because this is based on a true story, I feel racist. like everything in the story was stop, was, was true except for the part where the sister is marrying a black man. man. I feel like wow. the studio's got. I feel like because the studio's got. Because you just sit there, you're like, I can't believe she couldn't no, meet a decent no, white boy. Because this is this is a movie that's been marketed towards millennials. The studios have, have come out and, and I, said that. My right? favorite ship from the Star Wars the saga. Counter program of the USS Millennial. <laughs> the, the Millennial Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you said Star Trek. Did I say Star Trek? I think you did. I, mean, I meant Star Wars. We'll roll that back. I'll fix it in post. Star Tours. Jeff, cut that part out. Star Tours. Cut that part. Star Tours. Star Tours. I love when people call it Star Trek. Dude, I have a hard time like just accepting anyone's legitimacy as a sci-fi fan if they say Star if Trek. They call it Star Trek. Like what? There's an E there. It could be a speech impediment. There's an E. Maybe you're the uh, the judgmental. Maybe one. I'm hearing with an accent. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's all I'm my saying problem. is. Uh, I think the studio saw that there were a bunch of white people in this film, and because they were kind of doing some counter programming, this isn't a big Hollywood blockbuster. It's uh, you know they're trying to go towards the the young twenty somethings who are looking for something who aren't looking to see Independence Day, uh, and realized oh we we have to get a we have to get a face of color in here, and it feels a little contrived to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just me. I think that it would have been contrived if they got somebody that everyone would recognize, mm-hmm. but he's not a recognizable actor. That makes it even more suspect never- to me. Not to me, because yeah. once you get to that final part, mm-hmm. his last bit where he gets to throw it down... That's great. He earns it. Like, yeah. you realize, oh, this is why they cast him. He's got a fucking amazing delivery. That is true. He's incredible. It's a nice scene. Yeah. What do you guys think? <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> now that you say that, I, I will Ooh. say that I, I think I kind of agree. Thank I you. I, I think I agree with Joel on this one. <laughs> it didn't feel... It, it didn't feel forced... To me, but it does feel like this movie you were gonna get, you know, 
there has to be the minority sidekick. Mm-hmm. At some point, it felt like the Efron. husband. <laughs> it felt like the husband is is the minority sidekick in this, which is is quarter, is kind of okay with me mm-hmm. because he does get his big yep. his, his big moment at the end. Um, that I really appreciate that he delivers not as like he's not this uptight black man the whole time and like throws down takes it to the street you right. know or anything like that. It's really, Tastefully it's, done. He stays in character, which is a really <laughs> fulfilling moment. Yeah, because as the, an audience, I've made high risk investments. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, I cross the street without looking both ways. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I go see a movie. Then when it's done, I go across the hall and watch another movie <laughs> and don't pay. Until, Until the after. end. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Carlton from uh, The Fresh yes. Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. Speaking of which, sang that theme song earlier. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so. That's how I do. It's like your Abed from Community. You just like point out all your references. Oh, he's going in my recasting now. Oh, that's good. good. That's good. Oh, I can't wait for that. All right, we're gonna, let's blow through this so we can get to that recasting. Because that'll probably blah. take a long time. Um, so. The father's pissed because now the sister's Played being by married. Stephen Root, by the Stephen way. Stephen Root, an unrecognizable Stephen Root, I yeah. thought to me, because he wasn't wearing some sort of costume or, or thick-framed glasses. You didn't recognize him? Uh, I mean, kind of. He's, he's getting old, man. Like, he was the principal originally in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Was he? The what? TV the show. The film or the show? The, oh, wow. the TV show. He was the uh, the original principal of the high school. Never watched that show. Wow. That's Did you shame. ever see Talladega Nights? Anybody? Any yeah. Any? Yeah, yeah. Was he in that? Was he one of the guys? One of the rednecks in that? He He's Milton from Office Space. If that's, you're having trouble. I know him, yeah. yeah, that's how most people wait, know him. <gasps> yeah. Whoa. Set the building on fire. Yeah. Yeah. The Stabler guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. Told. No. That's so it. I could listen to the radio at a yeah. reasonable volume. It's it's it totally no, it's building on fire. <laughs> no, I did not. Oh, I wish I'd known that. Oh, I feel like I missed something now. Steven Root, man. Well, right. again, he's not playing that role. He's just playing the angry father to uh, the, the titular Mike and Dave. Um, and uh, he's he's putting his foot down. Their little sister, Jeannie's getting married. And uh, he he's, he's making them promise not to fuck up their wedding. Because uh, they've fucked up every other wedding they've gone everything, to. Everything. Everything they've gone mm-hmm. to. Yeah. You can't, you can't blame Grandpa's death on us. He died five <laughs> years later. Uh, guys, Zach Efron cracked my shit oh, I love this, this guy. Movie. This is the first thing I've seen him in, actually, ever. I was going to say in a comedic role, but I've never seen any of the high school musical he did. Uh, didn't he, he did something called, like was it 18 Again? or 17, 17 Again. 17 Again. 18 Again is the sequel. That, or eight, 18 Again actually was the one with George <laughs> no. Burns. That came oh, out that in the is, 80s. isn't it? That's yeah. right. Yeah. No. Where George Burns... Like for some reason in 1987 or 88, like there was this weird boom, doom, 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 boom, doom, doom, doom. There must be some kind of way out of here. Remember the 80s? Um, <laughs> all right, so back in like 87, 88, we were lousy with movies about like uh, we're dads and sons changed ages. You know, yes. it was like the Freaky Friday thing. My favorite part is how they I have to explain how this happens. It's always some sort of like magic some voodoo. Kind of magic dude. So the, yeah, there was like like father, like son, yes. vice versa, mm-hmm. and a movie with George Burns called 18 Again, where George Burns was turning 81 the same day his grandson was turning 18. And they switched. And they switched bodies. Interesting. Yeah. How did they explain it away in that film? It was a birthday wish. It was a weird birthday uh, wish like thing. like big? What yeah. a cop out. I wish I was big. Not like Cop Out. Cop Out was just a horrible movie. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, there was a, a movie called Eighteen Again that was that was all about that. But Zac Efron did that Seventeen Again. Yeah, with Matthew uh, Perry, which was fucking funny as hell. He Is was it? really good in that. Uh, he's also got some good dramatic chops. He did a movie called Charlie St. Cloud. I heard about it. That I hmm. absolutely recommend. It was like the, I want to hate him so much because he's so pretty 
But like everything I see him, and I'm like, oh my god, you're so good. The yeah. neighbors, you know what? So good. I'm predicting like in another five or ten years, we're gonna find because this is the way I felt about Ben Affleck in the late '90s. I was like, this guy's perfect. He's smart. He gets the chicks. He's a great actor. Uh-huh. He's good looking. Yeah. He's smart. <laughs> I ran out of adjectives. He's got, he can do a he's Boston got an accent. Amazing cock. A wicked Boston accent. <laughs> we see. We see in Gone Girl. Thought he was perfect. The and ridges then, uh, of his penis. Turns out he had what? Oh, that's right. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of cock now in movies. A little, little bit of cock in this movie, too. Very little. Yeah. Very little. <laughs> uh, no, what were you, you were saying? You, so you feel that same way about Zac Efron right yeah, now? Yeah, that, that's at another five years. We'll find out. He's got some skeletons in the closet. At least that's what I'm... <laughs> knock on wood. Let's, mm. let's hope. I feel like he's the, he's the American Daniel Radcliffe to me. Mm. Where he's, he had a lot of great success as a kid. He's mm-hmm. a good-looking guy. Piercing blue Wait, eyes. Daniel oh Radcliffe God. is... Dana Radcliffe, Harry Potter. No, I understand who yeah. he is, but you're telling me he's attractive? <laughs> With piercing blue eyes. Hmm, I never pretty, really... Pretty, pretty good looking. Uh, on on the shorter side, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, so right. I might be... Yeah, you're being skewed a Joel, you obviously a haven't seen bit. Equus, where he fucks a horse. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of cock. <laughs> but he goes, age, no so less. somebody who like transitions from being a kid actor, we're like, oh my god, you're such a heartthrob, I just want to... Lick your face or whatever, <laughs> whatever kids do these days. I don't know. That's exactly <laughs> to, what they do. To you know, oh, I'm on stage, you know, violating a horse. For in this movie, I'm or in every movie, in every movie. Since... Doesn't he? He's got one coming out where he plays like a white supremacist, right? Whoa. Whoa. What Zach Efron what? or no, Daniel Radcliffe? No, Daniel Red, Harry oh, Potter. Oh. Well, no, I mean oh. he's got one where he he's a dead body. Oh, that's yeah. right. With Paul Dano. And I, I suspect that's the next move. The next move for Zac Efron. He's going to start doing these more like indie roles. They're like, wow, you are sort of unattractive in this role, but you're so attractive anyway. That uh-huh. I don't know what to do with you. I think I'm probably just going to go see this weird indie movie because you're an attractive man. Yeah. Uh, the Brad Pitt effect. Ryan Gosling yes. effect. Or, there you Ryan go. Gosling. Because oh, unlike... Brad Pitt, Ryan Gosling has real acting talent. Oh, come on. No, Don't give me that bullshit I think pound for pound, Ryan Gosling is a better actor than Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's fantastic. He's, 12 yeah. Monkeys? He's, I'm gonna you're, you're referencing a movie from overrated. 21 years ago. Because everybody expected him to do like the leading man roles where he just plays the pretty boy and then he comes out all freaky and ugly and scary. And uh, What about California with a K? Legends of the Fall was good. Which one? That was also a long time ago. Legends of the Fall. That's Legends right. Legends of the Fall. Oh my god, I remember that. shirt all open. What are you doing here? <laughs> what? What are we doing here? Screwing. <laughs> and then they come out of nowhere and everybody gets shot. And there's Aiden Quinn back when he was attractive. Aiden Quinn. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Aiden Quinn got the shaft. What happened to him? He, he got uh, unattractive and he was in Aww. something we saw recently. I can't remember. No, he, he, was in, he was in something. I was, I was like, is that fucking Aiden Quinn? Holy shit, he got old. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, so I feel like I feel like Zach Efron. This could almost be like his role in real life. Like I definitely don't know him, mm-hmm. and I'm glad I don't. But what? I feel like I'm just oh, saying that makes me fall in love with you even more. Oh, okay, good. I thought I made a faux pas there for a second. I wish I knew Zach Efron. Um, but I just feel like maybe this podcast this is who he is, right? Like he's this fun-loving, so but too. he's got like this innocent side, and like, oh, I want to be talented in art, but I'm not sure that <laughs> I am. Draw. So I'm going to keep partying with my brother and make all these funny films. But inside, there's a good boy who just dying to get out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think I think everything that we need to know is said in the first like five minutes of this movie. Yeah, where he's trying Adam Devine. Devine mm-hmm. is Mike. Is trying to sell his liquor to Mark Marin. Solve this right here. <laughs> and so and like great. he's like, oh, I'll just pick any person at random. Yeah. I'll just pick anybody. <laughs> you, sir. Good eye, Mike. 
wearing a hat. And he's doing the worst Australian accent ever. And he's like, I'm from Melbourne. Melbourne. (laughs) (laughs) And he tries to act like he's a stranger. And Mark Maron the whole time is like, that's your brother Dave. I know this. You do this every week. <laughs> you, you've dated my. You date my niece. We're, we play words with friends. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. Do you that, think that dates the movie a little bit? Does that send it right back to twenty thirteen? Well, yeah. Well, it, well, it dates the movie, friends. but it's not something that's popular now. So, I mean, do people still play words with friends? Is that a thing still? Yeah, that's about two and a half years gone. I they, sh- they should have thrown Pokemon Go in that. Oh, that would have been prescient. Yeah. Are you all up in that prescient. Pokemon? By, by Sapphire. <laughs> don't, don't do it. You don't want to do that? Don't do stop. It. No, oh, don't I'm stop. Gonna... I'm just kidding. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Just lick it. No, don't do it. <laughs> uh, 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 that was the only point I had. Yeah? Yeah, that's, that that's was one note. That was it. That was, no, no, no. I'm just saying that was the only point I had for that, for that sir, moment. What did this movie do? <laughs> what did it do wrong? <laughs> Well, uh-huh. it's funny that we've been talking this long about this movie and haven't <laughs> mentioned uh, Anna Kendrick or Aubrey Plaza. Oh, my I God. Know. Now, I got to be honest. That's the reason I really wanted to see this movie. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm a big Adam Devine, Devine fan. Uh, love him in Pitch Perfect. I, I tried to look it up. I cannot find a pronunciation. Let's go with so Devine. I'm going with that hard eye because Devine. of Devine. That's what I love. I like Adam Devine. Levine. <laughs> Can we the just Devine call him Adam Levine? Because we call him Adam Levine, right? And his name is spelled exactly the same way, except with a D. Oh, my God. But I don't Hard like D. Adam Everything I thought I, I knew like was Adam wrong. I'm on a payphone trying to call home, because my name is E.T. I like Reese's Peasy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a, bad, not a bad version. I'm on a payphone. Where are we going with this? Oh, oh, oh the reason I wanted to do this to a wedding because of Anna Kendrick and uh, Aubrey Plaza, whom I love. I've been watching In a lot Scott. of... P. Scotty yes. P versus the W. Apparently, this is the third film they've done together. They were, uh, what was it, Neighbors? Well, Pitch Perfect. No, it wasn't The Neighbors. No, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Some other movie. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, um, something about Beth. What's it called? The zombie movie. Oh, yeah, Life After Beth. Life, Life After, After Beth. Beth. Apparently, they're both in. Wow. Which I have get to. And That's a cool BFF. point. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. But I love them. I love Anna Kendrick. Uh, they, she can do no wrong uh, before this film. And then uh, Aubrey Plaza, I, I was I've been on a high because I've been revisiting Parks and Rec for the last month, yeah, a uh, couple of months now, and uh, so I was excited to see them together. And it's like it's like the Reese's Pieces, yeah. of, uh, of uh, what Reese's Peanut Butter Cup of, of movies. You got your Aubrey Plaza and my Anna Kendrick. <laughs> you got your Anna Kendrick and my Aubrey Plaza. God, I would watch that movie for like two yeah, or three hours. Well, you almost see it. You see Aubrey Plaza and somebody <laughs> in this film who we thought was Kate McKinnon. I yes. dude, the way they reveal both her, of us. So this is the, the character of cousin. Ted so cut to we're at the wedding we'll get back perfect to the plot straight later. Cousin Terry. Cousin into the finger diddling yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> a lot of finger diddling in this film yep. or, or talk of it but uh, we actually see a little bit of it in a R-rated sort of way uh, we're all done with beers folks <laughs> that's it or alcoholic root I'm beers. still working on mine that's not she's, your father's root beer she's got the her alcoholic cherry cola there Jenna mm. all right, we're gonna have to switch her in a second mm-hmm. nope not doing it so anyway I was excited to <laughs> see like, them so dead air <laughs> I was excited to cut that part out, Jeff. I was excited to see them uh, in this film because how could you go wrong? Um, well, I'll tell you how you go wrong. Yes, please. You 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 take the stronger of the two performers and you give them less to do, 
and you don't make it. It's not. It's not balanced. Who is the stronger of the? Two I think Anna Kendrick, Anna Kendrick is far superior yeah. performer than Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza was seriously disappointing in this film for me. She wow. was. She was really? disappointing for me too. She's like one of my favorite and you actresses. Love her. Period. Well, yeah. you know yeah. why? I think I put my finger on this because she's not doing the role. She she's always playing the dower. She's trying too hard. Right. It's the ghetto accent. It's the. I'm from Brooklyn. I'm tough. Which you guys she's pointed out as we were leaving, anything. the accent didn't last long anyway. No, she it kinda... didn't. But then it came up in like spurts sometimes. She, kept she was trying it. to be kind of hard. Uh-huh. And we never found out why she was trying to be so hard or why she was so I, fucked up. I wasn't sure if she was if that was an act she was putting on or if that's what her character was supposed to be. But I, I left the theater like, all right, well. It was Aubrey Plaza trying to do a character. But she had moments of brilliance. Like, there were oh, things sure. that were awesome that, had they kept that consistent through the movie, her performance probably would have been stellar. Like, right off the bat, when she's running across the street and then, like, <laughs> lets herself get hit by the car, yeah. that's an amazing bit of character where, where you're like, yeah. what? Yeah. And, like, the way she gets psyched up for it, fantastic. And then the part where they're in the hotel and they're trying to figure out, like, what room they're going to stay in, and she's doing that whole whisper Whispering thing with their, Adam Devine. Yeah. It's funny as shit. Yeah, there's some good moments. But it, it doesn't it doesn't sustain. Whereas Anna Kendrick isn't given that much, and you know she's capable of doing more than what they've given her. But here's the thing with Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick <laughs> always plays like uh, like the nice girl, right? And uh-huh. in this, and she's film, kind of doing that again in this one. Yeah, but, but she's her, the one that has more she's heart just than broken. the other. One. She, she's still nice. She's just broken. She is, but her character is supposed to be an, an alcoholic, uh, and I, I didn't buy that at the beginning. Even. With the whole backstory of her being left at the altar. You didn't, like, you didn't get that when she was at a restaurant and every time they play Beyonce, she jumps up on a table and dances? <laughs> well, where that she was pulls the, the X out like, of her bra. Literally the first five minutes of the movie is this, like, establishing that these are two wild and crazy girls and right? they just leave it there. Throw the rest of the movie and they're like, oh, okay, they, they take some ATVs and they jump uh, a little... A, a little hill or whatever, but, yeah. oh. but other no, than that, you're talking about my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah, that's pretty good. The Jurassic Park ATV tour. <laughs> Dude, oh my gosh. I totally want to do yeah, that. Yeah, we're totally doing that's that. going to be our honeymoon, baby. Yep. We're going to go to I Jurassic Park. I know we've Park. already established this. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I have, so it's happening. Head. All right. Well, good. I'm glad we're on. Uh, we're oh my god, so is it going to be your wedding? I can't is promise you, you I won't hit you in the face with a tire. Well, I'm just saying though, if it works out like this, you're the one that'll get hit in the face with the tire. That's right. You'll be the bride. No, I'll just go. That's how it plays in the movie. Oh yeah, I'll just go second. I'll just, go I'll just go second. <laughs> I mean, I'll be like, I'm so scared, babe. Can you please go first? Wow. I love when the guys are Our still on the hill. Our marriage will be built on lies. <laughs> the guys are still on the hill, and Aubrey Plaza is like, it would turn me, it would turn me on so much if you did it. And then like the the the, the groom is like, it would turn me on if you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Eric. But they do, and yeah, they they take these ATVs and uh, go 50 feet in the air. Um, and I feel like half the audience were kind of lost, or, or it lost half the audience at that scene uh-huh. when Jeannie finally gets hit in the face. Jeannie's the sister, yeah. and uh, Adam Devine is trying to impress everybody, and uh, it takes a horrific turn. Well, because it's been kind of a a fairly straight comedy sure. up until this point. Yeah. Then suddenly, like at this point, it goes into like outrageous mode. Yes, yeah. And it's it kind of ramps up. There's no gradual incline. It just ramps up. Yeah, she should... In in the world of the first half of the movie, she would have been killed she, by that yeah. ATV landing on her. <laughs> yes, she would. And so every, everybody was shocked. Joe, you you were uh, audibly shocked <laughs> yeah. sitting I, next to you. I was not expecting that to happen. <laughs> no. I wasn't expecting that to happen I, at all. I wanted to see Jeannie get mad once, right? Like, I wanted her to be well, like, she you did. hit me in the damn oh, face oh, with she the did. tire. No, she, yeah. She, she was just like, oh, does it look bad? 
She's holding it together. Well, she's more concerned about her wedding day uh-huh. and uh, yeah. beginning the rest of her life. I would, she, I would hope you would be the same. She does when get I hit you in the face. With she does get ATV. pissed when she's having her spa day, mm. and everyone's kind of like trying to talk to her and you know tell her what's up and why she didn't have a, a bachelorette party. That's true. Uh, so she starts she had, to lose it. She has her meltdown, uh, but but I agree. I think that there would have been a little bit, especially when they unveil her and she's like Two Face from the Batman oh, movie, and and Adam Devine walks in. And he's like, oh, what, what the hell? And like you would think she'd get into a little bit more of a. Uh, more of an angry tizzy because of this. Yeah, and that, did, that did not. She's happen. just way too nice. Was anybody uh, annoyed by her her voice? I'm sure that's her no. actual voice. It is her actual voice. Yeah, I All wasn't right. annoyed. I can't by blame it. her. I thought it was fine. I thought, I thought she, she was pretty good. I thought I thought she I thought everybody in this movie was good. I thought, did you really? Yeah, I really did. I thought that every performer did a great job. I just felt like in the case of Aubrey Plaza and Anna Kendrick, they weren't given the proper stuff. Like I think I Aubrey Plaza did a good job with what she had. And it, it, I didn't really notice the accents quite as much. Yeah. Uh, not until you guys pointed it out as we were leaving. Then I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like, when they're first in the cab, they're totally throwing down these thick mm-hmm. accents. Uh, but I didn't I didn't catch that first. I thought everybody did a respectable job with what they were given. I just feel like what they were given wasn't maybe yeah. the best that they could have had. Well, I mean, it's a script based on a Craigslist ad from 2013. So yeah. there really wasn't a lot to go on. No, that's true. And they, they, were, well, they did. Yes. That's um, a good point. We're gonna, <laughs> well said. We'll crochet that on a pillow. <laughs> um, <laughs> they did the best with what they with had. What they had. Thank you. Um, <laughs> fact, I want that to be on my tombstone. Speaking of the he scene. He did the best with what he had. <laughs> and just a picture of me like... <laughs> womp, womp. Hashtag womp, womp. Hashtag, hashtag. Can are I we, be the first the tombstone now? with a hashtag? I don't think you'll be the first, unfortunately. Unless You, you know what? They'll, they'll probably, with my luck, they'd misspell it. It'd be hashtag wop wop. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this like, racist Italian... <laughs> it's been or it's been if I'm lucky it's hashtag thwomp it oh, would be like one of those Super Mario thwomps that's what the that's what the headstone would be in the shape of that, oh my gosh and like if people like walk by like could it be a headstone that's in the air and if people walk by like <laughs> and you crush <laughs> like you crush your enemies my headstone just shows up <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. amazing boom, concept boom. <laughs> well speaking of that masseuse massage scene. oh I just you know what before we get into that, okay. I do want to. I want to just kind of put a little, uh, uh, at least a little bit of my perspective on this mm-hmm. Aubrey Plaza Anna Kendrick thing. Sure. Um, you know, judge, judging by the the title of the movie, that it's you know this whole movie is supposed to be Mike and Dave that they are propelling mm-hmm. everything forward, but that's false with the way that this is presented. At least in my opinion, that's false. It seems like, and I don't remember their character names for some reason because it wasn't they weren't in the title. Uh, but Anna Kendrick and Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> it was like to Tatiana be... and Alice. And Ta- and okay, all right, go. Alice and Tatiana. But which to one be... is which? Anna what? Kendrick's Alice. Yeah, okay. there you go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they seem to be what propels the story forward. They seem to be the catalyst yeah. for everything that's going on in this film. Uh, Sarah and I talked about this that Dave and, and Mike don't actually go through any kind of change in this yeah. movie. They really don't. But Tatiana and Alice at least have a, a little bit of a change that they go through. I think that giving this movie and and uh, allocating it to Mike and Dave that this is their story, I think is wrong. And I think it's more Alice and, and Tatiana. And unfortunately, I think that the movie, the makers of the movie, realize that about halfway through production. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh shit, we need to pull them back a little bit because this is the guys. This is their story. Um, you think they should have renamed it Mike and Dave? I don't and think Tatiana it, I, I, for some, I don't think it needed to be. Dates. I don't think it should have been named Dave and Mike or Mike and Dave need wedding dates. I think it should have been called like you know, 
fucking Wedding Crashers too. <laughs> That's kind yeah. of what it is. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Far well, superior. I was telling Joel this earlier is that the director made a comment about how it wasn't so much about the story, but it was just that he got the two characters, the two Stangle characters, it never gets old. <laughs> no. Um, that he got them spot on. And uh-huh. then, like, he introduced these heroin characters that came in, but it was more about the fact that he got, like, Dave and Mike represented just as they were in real life. Uh huh. Because yeah, that's the what comedies are based itself. on yeah, realism. Right. Wow. So I feel like that's why uh, um, they seem like. You know, kind of backstory characters, Anna Kendrick and Aubrey Plaza, when really they, they should have been more in the forefront, yeah. I feel like. They were the ones that the script writers had to develop the most. Uh-huh. Instead I, of pulling from reality. reality. Back Ooh. to life. <laughs> Back to reality. So, no, that, that was that's the point that I just want to make with uh, with the female characters, with Tatiana and Alice. I felt like, you know, they, they, they're not given enough credit as far as, like, the marketing and the branding of this film. Uh, they're far more important than I think that we're initially led to believe. And by the time we do realize that, the movie's over. And, like, they've gone back to, like, Mike and Dave having some cliche fight. Like, you know, and that's one of the things that you're going to expect from a movie like this. That, like, the third act breakdown where suddenly, like, all the characters, they're, they're, at some point, they're not getting along with each other. And we went through it with Mike and Dave. Yeah. They're not getting along with each other. Suddenly, they have a falling out. Uh, Mike and Tatiana have a falling out. Mm-hmm. Dave and Alice have a falling out. Tatiana and Alice have a falling out. The bride and groom have a falling Eric out. And Jeannie. Like everybody has a, it, it, like it starts to get a little uh, I don't know. It, it starts to get a little repetitive uh, thematically. Manufactured conflict. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's what the you name do. of my industrial band. <laughs> We're going to cover all kinds of depression modes. Cousin Terry beats up Mike. Remember because of the finger diddling? They oh, that's right. Out. You yeah. just wanted to say finger diddling. I did. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I love you. Uh, it's a fun word. Yeah. So I just I kind of feel like I feel like this is a movie that's still. I mean, absolutely hilarious. I don't want to take so that too. away from yeah, it. Yeah, the this four movie of us really were sitting funny. there laughing all the way through it, as were the rest of the audience. So yeah. really, it's a summer comedy. It it succeeded on uh, at its task. What it was. But that's it, but but what we do here is we we analyze, we criticize. Yes. So certainly could have been better, or, or the story could have been uh, more cogent. Uh, Ooh, I yes, I love that show <laughs> with, with Telly Savalas, who loves you, baby. Go Jack. <laughs> That is, well, we were aging ourselves there. Yeah. Look at these young 20-somethings. They have trying no idea what to we're assuage about. our fears <laughs> of using big words by using them ourselves. That is a great Did scene. you assuage me the ketchup? <laughs> you assuage me the mustard. If you've please. seen the movie, that makes sense. It's it, The thing is, it's to me, it's very relevant because I catch myself doing it. I've done it on this podcast, I think, oh, yeah. a few times. Oh, yeah. Where I'll, I'll ask have. Sarah, I'm like... Did I use that word right? You know, and then I get other people like, I don't think that word means what you think it means. Where I say like tangentially related, someone's like, I don't think that means. Right. I go, no, I actually used that one correctly. I know what that one is. I invented a word last week. I said emboating. Yes, you did. <laughs> I combined foreboding with and imbued. Yeah, no, it was some other word, but it was a non-existent word nonetheless. Sure. Uh, can we talk about the massage scene though mm. with uh, Kumail Nanjani? Ex- Bless you. Uh, <laughs> Cinema verite to you. Yeah, is, this a, is this a real thing, I'm wondering? <laughs> I'm what? Just saying, of, no, oh, no. no yes. I'm not interested No, it's all, not, no. Jenna. Don't worry about it. It doesn't exist. No, but that is my question, though. Like, is that a thing that girls do? Like, when you guys are having a hard day, the other one will buy the other person a, a masseuse? A happy ending massage? I'd love to hear this. I don't know of any happy ending locations, but maybe Sarah 
could tell me. I don't know. <laughs> well, there's a couple around the corner. And One right across the hall. Just right across the, the building over. hours. <laughs> I, really, I really expected the way that the, the character of Jeannie had been playing out. I really expected her to get upset. I thought she was going to freak this. out. Like... I, I she would not this be cool to be with one that. more way that Alice is going to completely screw up and overstep and do the wrong thing, and and that was very surprising to me that oh no wait she was okay with that. Yeah. I've never I've seen this little bit in in movies before, and I've never actually heard of anyone actually going to a masseuse yes. for that particular service. Uh-huh. But, not on the other side though. So not I can't say for certain whether slot. or not that's actually how that happens. Whether you tie some some. What are those ribbons to the ceiling? Yes, load-bearing ribbons. You need load-bearing ribbons and some oil. (laughs) And a reinforced ceiling. Yeah, that was the other thing, yeah. (laughs) So, but like, what would would your reaction be if, well, you've had that happen before, actually. You've told me the story. (laughs) You've had a masseuse swing from the ceiling and rub his butt against yours? (laughs) No, but uh, she had a guy uh, try to to kiss you, right? At the end of a massage? Florida, yeah. Who can blame him? It was at a massage envy location, super corporate. It was really awkward. Wow. Massage Envy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, your, there's our plug. No, just kidding. If you want a male or female happy ending, apparently the Massage Envy in Fort Lauderdale uh, is, is your spot to go. What, what was this guy's name? Carlos. Oh. Carlos? Carlos at Massage Envy in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, you know that guy's been fired so many times over. Oh my now. gosh, I'm sure I wasn't the first. No, and it won't be the last. <laughs> and that's exactly how I would feel, like, awkward. Like, if yes. something like that happened, I'd be like, oh. Thanks, but no thanks. If I'm not screaming, like, running from the room. Not to seem overly prudish, but I probably would. <laughs> are you sure, though? Are you sure even if it's a five foot nine Indian guy who's With rubbing his ass tail and, an, and a name tag that says Keanu. Keanu. Yeah, I would run. His, his I would Keanu run. name tag. Uh, uh, just, just weird. Okay, so we build on the weird though because Adam Divine is trying to find Tatiana, and he walks in on his sister and like the, the dude doing his thing, and he's like, "Oh what? Oh gosh! Oh!" But like, doesn't immediately leave. Is still standing there, like, going, "Oh no!" And she's like, "Dave, oh, I'm coming," and it's like. <laughs> And then we got to just some awkward shot of the masseuse just staring at him. Like it's like everything that could be horrible and awkward is yes. happening in the span of this 10-second cut. Yes, it was. Ugh. How do you even look your your sister in the eye? Oh my no! I, as far as I know, my sister uh, buds like she doesn't have children. She just like they, they grow out of her arms and then they fall off one day. And oh, that's that's where my niece and nephew came from. Oh, she's beautiful. not a sexual person or being. I hope she's not listening. <laughs> Nobody listens to this. Who are we kidding? What? That was another great one-liner by Adam Devine, though. Remember when he was like, "You mean Devine?" I just saw. <sighs> I just saw. I just saw her sister box. coming. She comes like a star. Comes <laughs> like a star. <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> He's telling Dave. <laughs> That was a fantastic yeah. scene. That was start to finish. That was fantastic. You said push pop. What's a push pop? Push, 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 push. I don't know what a push pop is. It's, I just made it up. Like, I don't know. It's, it's not even a thing. I just made it up. No. What's, what's a push pop? Tell me what's a push pop. And did we find out, Joe, what the push pop is? Yeah, we do. So you take your arm and you just push it up. You take both your arms and just. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You push and you pop. Oh. Um. 
Well, that's the type of film you're in store for, folks. For if you go see Dave and Mike and Mike Tatiana and, and Alice. Mike and Dave. And a pizza place. Need wedding dates. <laughs> see, that's the thing with this movie. It's, there are so many things to like, like pick at. Like, well, that's a little off. That story's a little... That doesn't make sense. Why did that happen? But I think you've got a couple different, uh, different kinds of films. You can have a really solid story that mm-hmm. is well-acted and well-performed. Or you can have sort of a I-don't-care story with fantastic performances and enough like one-liners to make me literally cry. Yes. I'm t- weeping by the end of this movie. I think we all agree we had a good time. It was a nice so comedy. But funny. I I I ask more of my comedies. I want a forgetting Sarah Marshall. I love forgetting Sarah Marshall. So it's different. just I'll as see, funny. And I feel just like as for, many laughs per capita. I feel like forgetting Sarah Marshall runs a little too long. Like it's uh, way maybe too it long does. a movie. And it's I, I I feel like one of the strongest parts of the film is also one of the weakest parts. Russell and that's Brand. Jason Siegel. Oh, interesting. I think Jason Siegel's he kind of pulls that movie down a little bit. Well, he's he's moping around being a dour fella throughout There's the entire that. film. So there is that. What are you gonna do? I just have a hard time like seeing Jason Siegel and going, Oh yeah. Uh you know, Kristen Bell and Mila Kunis are totally fighting over this. Right, guy. yeah, exactly. Because yeah. well well, we see his cock in the first act, so who wouldn't want that? Oh my god. Get up get up on that. That's so that awkward. That that's it definitely so makes more sense to picture him in his pajama pants eating cereal out of a huge bowl like he does in the <laughs> beginning. Like that's that's Jason Siegel to me. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Or or singing with Muppets. Yep. Mm. That was that the other movie that what? this reminded me of though. That the The uh, Muppet movie? No, forgetting Sarah Marshall, <laughs> that would be fantastic. Filmed in the exact same uh, Hawaiian hotel, by the was way. Because it had it had bits Turtle of Bay wedding, Resort. wedding crashers, obviously. I think mm. that was intentional, right? That yeah. first the whole first two minutes. Well, I mean they even referenced it at one point. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they're like, that, that movie? That movie where they, they crash the weddings? Yes. Yeah, yes. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And <laughs> forgetting Sarah Mar- it had, like, the two of them. It was it seemed to be borrowing from the two of them, which both movies that I really enjoy. Yes. And, and had lots of good moments. But see, like, with forgetting Sarah Marshall, that. I didn't feel like I cared about the... Really? Relationship. Like, she was so... I don't know. She she hurt him so much. I didn't really uh, care if he ever took her back. But this one was just, like, so fun-loving and whatever. It was just, like, I don't care if any of them get together. Like, I don't care if they break each other's None hearts. None of these people deserve happiness. That's true. No. They're None all of kind the of four, unlikable, yeah, in a way. should ever get any sort of happy... Like, they should not end up together with anyone because they're... But they deserve each other. Because they're all deplorable <laughs> yes. human beings. So not unlike wedding crashers, they can all get in the Cadillac at the end and drive off and go ruin other people's lives as a foursome. I didn't feel like these were deplorable characters. I didn't feel like they were horrible people. Uh, I felt like they were all walking calamities, though. Like they were all the they were all the broken parts of themselves, and eventually stopped being like anything redeeming until the third act called for it. Yes. and sometimes that that kind of comes out and, and punches you in the face a little bit. And you're like, well, wait, uh, all right, I get it that this is supposed to work for the sake of this story or for, for the sake of it being a comedy or whatever. But it, it's almost, um, what would I, I would probably compare that to something like, what about Bob? Mm. Uh, what about Bob? It's, what, what about Bob? But seriously. <laughs> no, but what about Bob is one of those movies where, like, Bill Murray is absolutely horrible like through that entire film like you are sick like as a viewer you are sick of seeing him it gets to the point at least for me it gets to the point where i can't even stand to watch it anymore oh really because i love that film he's doing so much crap and and driving richard dreyfus nuts and any logical person would sit there and go well what the fuck like <laughs> this guy needs to get the fuck out of their he lives help why is the why is the wife like oh it, but it's bob leave you know just no this dude's damaging your relationship right now why is this sympathetic? 
uh, until like the very end of the movie, and then it's like, oh, but see, he was all right the entire time. It's kind of <laughs> how this plays out. You know, there's a little bit of that yeah. where it's like, oh, okay, we don't need them to be defined by just these horrible things. Like there could be something, and and that will ultimately bring me back to Aubrey Plaza and Anna Kendrick, mm. where we needed more development for these characters. We needed to see what else was going on, what was informing, because honestly, the only bit of character development that we did get for Anna Kendrick was that video of her being left at the altar, yep. which got increasingly more and more difficult. <laughs> that it was like, I do like he that. just leaves, and then we see a longer video where it's like he comes back because he left his phone. <laughs> he's like, but he's, uh, uh, but still, still no. Still no to the wedding. <laughs> yes. It's it's really bad. Uh, so I mean, like I said, they at least have some development. They go through an arc. Yeah, but, but, but see, I didn't buy the turn. not enough, not enough development. I didn't buy the turn. I didn't either. buy it when all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, we're horrible people. Why are we doing these things to each other?" Well, and then there was this like total awkward. I think you guys remember it. This total awkward thing between Aubrey Plaza and Anna Kendrick, where Tatiana is telling her like. I just thought that, like, I wanted you to be fixed. I wanted you to get your groove back, but I didn't want you to be completely fixed because I yeah. you, somebody. Wouldn't, you wouldn't need me That's anymore. That's not a best friend. <laughs> well, no, it's not a best friend, but also, like, we never got any hint of that throughout the entire film of, like, I know, you got to get back on your feet. This will be good for you. Like, you know, you should, you should totally do this. We never really got any of that. It was just like, bitch, we're going to Hawaii. Right. Watch this shit. And that's kind of all we got until they got to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I I I, I, I I cannot disagree with you, and that's a double negative. Wow, mm-hmm. is it? Yeah, disagrees in negative, right? You cannot, cannot disagree. Mm-hmm. No, you cannot not disagree. Like that would be you using a double negative. No, the op- because the opposite would be be saying. It's okay. God, you can talk. edit that can out. Agree. I think Joel, you're cut wrong. Cut that part out. Cut that part out. <laughs> Otherwise, I would just say I agree. Okay. So I cannot disagree is a double negative. Okay. Come on, who's with me? All right, getting blank stares from the crowd. <laughs> That's it's the last time I'm inviting right. you on. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed your one time on the podcast. This is the right? last time I drink no before backup. we record. <laughs> Until next week. So, anybody else have any uh, any notes about mm. this movie? I kind of found it exhausting. I felt like that the directing style had everybody. Everybody was really amped up. Like the scenes just escalate and they escalate and the energy and they're playing it for laughs. But there's there's a certain point. And you've probably seen it on stage, Joe. You've uh-huh. probably directed it or, or, or tried to people, talk people out of it anyway. Okay. Where it's just like they're going for laughs and their idea of it is just louder it's to and go louder, more bigger. intense and yeah. bigger. And it's like, no, the, you bring it down a little it's bit cons- to consistency. make it real. And, and the, things that, the things that will make somebody laugh more is when you do something unexpected. Uh, and it doesn't have to be unexpected and unintelligent at the same time. Like It, it can be both. Um, but yeah, no, I, I generally like if you're going to go for a laugh, I will go against what the energy is at that moment. Mm-hmm. And that's generally going to get, yeah. that's going to get some kind of a reaction. I'll tell you another thing this film did that it's a, I consider kind of a, a sin in a, in a comedy. Uh, and we talked about it with, uh, what, was it, what was the maid? The maid in the Manhattan. Merkin. They did the Merkin. <laughs> oh my God, they did. Her bush was so hairy. Oh, oh my God. God. That was totally fake, I hope. No, I'm pretty, well, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> that wasn't on the casting call. All right, look, we're going to need you to uh, grow out yeah. your pubic it, it hair. It looked like Robert Redford's head. Oh <laughs> looked like she had Bob Ross. It wasn't, in a even, leg a, lock. Like, wasn't even a triangle at that point. It was just like a big circle. <laughs> <laughs> I love that her maid of honor is like, oh my gosh, you've got so much pubic hair. Her maid of honor She's reminded fun. me of my, my old promotions coordinator. 
Oh yeah, always like commenting on your yeah. pubic hair. Yeah, she would always <laughs> yeah. always comment on. <laughs> Is that what reminds you? No, but she she just she looked like my old promotions coordinator. Oh no, really? Yeah, yeah. So like the whole time I'm sitting there going, oh my gosh, that's Becky. Like, yeah, Becky. Yep. She just looked like she would be called a Becky. She does. Yeah, dude. The whole bit about oh, like how they couldn't God. have the bachelorette party in Cabo or whatever, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Well, you just know it wasn't a good time for me, and I knew you wouldn't enjoy yourself if I wasn't there." Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I hate this character. <laughs> yeah. That was another thing. I wanted a little bit more comeuppance in the, in that respect. Like yeah. I wanted kind like, of Becky to get hers. Eaten I wanted by a dinosaur. Or something. I wanted uh, cousin Terry to kind of get hers too. Yes. Well, yeah, because they they play her off as a as an adversary. She's an adversary. She's a rival, and. Nothing happens. Nothing no. really develops from that. She she grows to appreciate her cousins, I guess. Yeah. She because was super they refreshing. Danced this is how we do it. In this yeah, film. I like I feel her. Like she was super refreshing. Like she was, she, she almost like um, brought me back at certain points of mm. like, oh, this isn't just a stupid. Even though it is just a stupid funny film, <laughs> uh-huh. but like I feel like she kind of balanced out the characters a little bit. Yeah. By, actually staying true to her character while still being funny but not like over the top funny. she shows up right at the right she's, time when we're getting tired she's of... a, a refocusing point mm-hmm. yeah throughout this entire movie she's a constant she refocusing yeah, point yeah she comes back in she's got some good one liners too yeah <laughs> she does I can't remember any of them right now but I remember at the time thinking and the did. real single brothers are in it Right, she gets. Oh, that's right. There's a cameo. Oh, when she uh, when she says something like, you know, you want you, you guys, guys in a sandwich, sandwich. Or a sandwich, a yeah. Terry sandwich. Yeah. Yep. Those oh are the God. those are the those stangles. are the stangles. What? Mm-hmm. That's fun. That's good. That's good to know this trivia. I'm glad so, somebody read about this. But movie. the sin that I was referring to that it commits is, um, you know, Joe. One of my pet peeves is um, anytime in a comedy Vanity. like this, my <laughs> favorite sin. <laughs> Sorry. No. Um, when uh, for laughs. We're just going to make our main characters dance for a couple of beats on screen. Oh, dance sure. and sing a little bit. And there are yeah. a couple of moments there where they're just like doing the genie, doing the genie. I know it comes back later and it's a payoff, but there's a couple of times where they just like start doing a celebratory dance. Yeah. And it always feels like a cop out. Uh-huh. I find myself rolling my eyes. Like, how, do we, how do we end this scene? Yep. Well, Let's well, punctuate it with a dance. And it always feels like the director is like, you guys just do something funny. And actually, this whole film is kind of assembling a group of, of master comedians right? funny funny very loose script based on a non-story and it's just like well, we'll just we'll string a couple of scenes together uh-huh. make some people laugh and uh, there'll be a wedding there's a little something for everybody there's, we got some female nudity got some male nudity got yeah. some finger blasting uh, or whatever he called it finger diddling finger diddling finger, diddling. <laughs> finger <laughs> blasting that sounds more aggressive that's when, you, when, you, when Lloyd Dobler is, is, is finger diddling you he, put, he puts up his ghetto blaster <laughs> A little bit of uh, uh, Pete Townsend or whatever it is. Peter trying, Gabriel comes yeah. out of it and you're like, oh, no. There we go. You know, the only thing this movie was In your eyes. <laughs> and, in, and, in, and other places. And other places. <laughs> this was missing like a uh, like a, a washed up celebrity cameo. There was no like Lou Ferrigno in this film. <laughs> Why would they, they should have put Lou Ferrigno they, they might as well. I really wish they probably put still Lou living in Hawaii. this movie. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's. Uh, wait a minute. We've got that big Hawaiian guy. That's right. It's has the, a bit oh, part. The cameo that needed to be the who they found for the last minute uh, mm-hmm. to marry them at the end instead yeah. of having Mike, Mike or Dave, which one's instead was, of having Mike, Mike do right. his online Mike. course to marry his sister. It's a little, so why yeah. did Dave... perfect? It should have been like should have been Tom Selleck. It should have been Magnum oh, coming in. Wow, to Tom marry them. Selleck. Yes, that would have been perfect. Or or Don Ho. Why Don Ho? Because he's a famous Hawaiian singer. Oh, or gotcha. Dog the That's Bounty right. Hunter. <laughs> That's genius. <laughs> uh, 
Someone who screams Wearing Hawaii. Wearing a Hawaii, Hawaiian yes. shirt, yeah. Or Scott Kahn. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I'll, I'll just keep naming like it's my recast right there. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, my recast. Scott Kahn is everybody. <laughs> it's like being John Malkovich. So, being Scott Kahn. <laughs> John Malkovich. Is it a calculator? <laughs> I want to calculate. So, no, no, so uh, Mike takes the online course to become an ordained minister. Mm-hmm. Why is it that Dave says you may kiss the bride? Did you notice that? Uh-uh. Dave says you may kiss the bride. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Is that part of the... You don't have to say that in order for it to be official. But why is like somebody, some random... Like, have you ever been to a wedding where someone other than the ordained minister tells them you may kiss the bride? Like, the, the bride? best man's like, you may kiss the bride now. Joel, when, when Jason and Andrea got married, did you, like, jump in and go, Jason, do it. You know what's up? Just, just, just do kiss it. her. Time just to do it hard. Time to smash papas. Do it hard. Nope. Swap spit. <laughs> That's a good point. They were a team, though. They're codependent. Yeah. yeah. That's what you do. <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> that's that's it. I don't have any notes. I don't, I don't have any notes on this. All right. Well, there you go. Thanks for being prepared, buddy. <laughs> Dude, we just watched this. I'm totally I know, prepared. I know, I know. I'm just fucking with you. Uh, what, what do you have? What, what do, do I have? I have no other notes either. I think uh, we're an hour in. Let's get right ladies, to the meat of this. Ladies, anything? Gentlemen. Do you have any, do you have any, any other thoughts? Start your engines. <laughs> Start. Jenna? I mean, my only other thoughts are that I Okay, had... cool. Nobody else had... Oh, <laughs> I knew I was going. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I go shouldn't ahead. even start it. Um... <laughs> Is that I had high expectations for Anna Kendrick and Aubrey Plaza yeah. because of their prior films. Even Adam Devine because of Pitch Perfect. Because mm-hmm. um, I love Bumpa. But <laughs> and Workaholics. His, his, yeah. What he, oh, yeah. In Workaholics, he's great. His work in Modern Family is really good. So, I mean, so I feel like they carried it because it's a lead cast, but the plot was terrible. And right. I just don't know why actors like that would decide to do a movie like that, right? Because then I'm picturing Aubrey Plaza and Parks and Rec and Scott Pilgrim, and I'm picturing Anna Kendrick and Pitch yeah, Perfect. Yeah, they were playing like, against type. Yeah, and I almost felt like I should go home and watch Pitch Perfect or, mm-hmm. you know, Scott Pilgrim instead of sitting there and watching them and that. I don't know. I just had way high expectations, and I'm sure a lot of people did with yeah. this lead characters maybe not zach efron even though he was great he was he was better in this than i expected but absolutely agree yeah that's where i came down on it was i wanted more for them i would absolutely recommend this movie though like if someone's looking for a funny movie a good way to spend a couple hours of everything that was in theaters this past weekend it was it was this or independence day or finding dory or there was something else that came out that was supposed to be finding dory yet i haven't i'm not into it man like I know everybody likes Finding Nemo, and it was great, but of all the Pixar movies, it's the one I find myself least wanting to revisit. Yeah. It was really kind of geared towards kids, that Dory character. And then when I heard that they were making an entire movie based on her, I was like, well, she was my least favorite part of the film. Yeah, same I don't want to watch a feature-length Dory film. I'd rather watch two hours of the Mine Seagulls. Yes! Mine? Mine? There like, you go. I'll, I'll totally do that. Yeah, so I haven't yet. You? No. No? All right. No. Video. VOD. Yes. We'll wait for that. <laughs> you down with VOD? Yeah, you know yeah, me. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> All right, um, so I guess... Wait, wait, what are you peeking at my fucking notes? I'm not looking at your notes at oh, all. Okay, okay. Because I have you, a very... I have, a, I, have a, I have a very specific set, specific of, skills. set of skills. I did like that he There are a couple of Taken that. references in here, yes. too. Yes. What is it, what's that line he, he says, he's like, well, I like the fucking Taken movies, but I don't want to kidnap, I don't want to kidnap <laughs> girls. teenage girls. <laughs> uh, Once again, Zach Efron gets all the good ones. I know, right? He does, he does so good. Uh, all right, so if we were going to remake this movie that just came out a week ago, know what it did right, what it did wrong. Do you want to do that? Uh, uh, I mean, we've been doing that for the past hour and a half. 
That's true. What did what yeah. did Mike and Dave need wedding dates do right? Joel? Oh shit! Then I put myself on the spot. Um. Uh, see, and then I don't even have an answer. No, see? it's uh, it, it was a good good cast. You get funny people and let them ad lib. Uh, apparently, I heard a uh, an interview with um, Anna Kendrick where they shot so many takes and just ad-libbed all over the place. She was like, when I went to see the movie, I wasn't sure what version of it I was going to see. She said that we could have made three different movies with all of the, the takes that they had. When you get you get a taste of that during the yeah. credits, you have a pretty decent little outtake reel. I love Blooper. Man, I think every movie, no matter how dramatic it is, Schindler's should, List, should, should, Spotlight List, should have had a, a Blooper oh, reel at the end. <laughs> One of the Catholic priests just bust out laughing. at <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> It makes goes down better. in the toilet in Schindler's List. Oh, and he's God. like, oh, you're covered with poop on your face. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, Maybe let's recut. Check the gate. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so, yeah. That's what I did right, the cast. I agree with you. I think the cast of this movie was really great. Um, I think that they, uh, like I said before, they did everything that they could with what they were given. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, hallelujah. Great cast. <laughs> Ladies? Uh, I think this the same, but I'll take it just a step further and say it's the performances. I, I don't know about the cast. I like everyone, and I feel like, and we we have been talking about this before, Joe, that the the dynamic between the brothers was fantastic. Yeah. We, that was that good was chemistry. really enjoyable. That was a really good. I believe that they were, you know, at least good friends. Maybe not brothers because of the eye color, blue eyes, brown eyes. Come on, who was who were your parents? <laughs> we need to have a conversation. Could have been contact. Who's your daddy? Could have been. But I felt like the the performances were all really strong. They were not all necessarily cohesive, but they were really strong and just just endlessly quotable. And yes. and you know, it's a good time at, at the theaters because of the performances. I think. Yeah, agreed. Jenna. Yep. Uh, I thought it was visually appealing, both like location and actors. Right. Yeah, I mean, man. People like to see pretty people saying funny one-liners. And Although. They, Oh, go ahead. No, sorry. Go ahead and to interrupt shit me. Shit on your point. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to our life together. Actually, hey, welcome to every Tuesday. With welcome the to the editing bay. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've really been trying to keep myself in check. Like, I ask a question, and Sarah Sarah catches me on this every once in a while. She's like, you know, you ask people questions, like, what did you think about this? And then they start to answer, and you just totally cut them off. <laughs> I'm like, I do. I know. I'm sorry. Well, we all do it. It's fun. No, but I, I almost kind of have to disagree with you with, about the eye candy thing, okay. because I think you girls have it better than us guys. I mean, I like Anna Kendrick and Aubrey Plaza, but I wouldn't call them eye- Whoa, I'm getting some really? nasty looks from... Wow. They're cute. I would, I'd have totally huh. called them eye candy in this movie. Yeah? Oh, I, mean, I would yes. go the other direction. I would say they... they they, because I think Anna Kendrick is gorgeous. Normally, I think okay, she's that kind of pretty that I'm just like I just want to keep looking at she's you. The girl next yeah. door. Yeah, she looked yeah. good. This I felt like they intentionally like made like planed her yes. down a lot. Which yeah, I, that was kind of interesting. That was no, that's twist. a good point. And I might have been pulling in my experiences from other movies with them. My my kind of female crushes already on yes. the two characters, yeah. right? Sure. I guess I'm with you on that because I was like, yeah, yeah. like I'm watching this movie going, yeah. oh, they're so cute. They're yeah. so, yeah. they're so Plaza was so orange though. She looked like an Oompa Loompa. Oh, well, she yeah, she, she definitely kind of old in this because wow. I'm used to seeing her in Parks and Rec where she's like yep. this young 21 yes. year old mm-hmm. and and Scott Pilgrim and, and this mm-hmm. I was like, how old are I you? I feel like they Thank could have brought Julie. that same I, they, that same character even though even from Scott, Pilgrim, from Scott Pilgrim they could have brought Julie slash April Ludgate into this and uh-huh. it would have been it would have been fine. Yeah, yeah, like they I agree. went they went one step further. Yeah, she's not the party girl. 
Yeah, me. yeah. But I also like, so one more thing, I felt like they kept it lighthearted and throwing in like the pleasant surprises from the supporting character, uh, characters. Like the supporting the, cactus, the, that's the right. Cactus, yeah. <laughs> so like the Terry the cousin yeah, and Kumal Nanjari, mm-hmm. and, you know what I mean? So the like the supporting ca- characters kind of like... I don't know. Maybe made, it, made it different. It in was a enough way. to break up. It wasn't so focused on those four all the time. And they're really good supporting actors. I give you that. I agree. He's, so. he's cool but rude. Well said. There's a line about Raphael. When you guys said the party dude, that I was like, Raphael, he's a man. <laughs> taught me that Donatello was a pussy. <laughs> Raphael was where it's at. Yeah. He's cool but rude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the half shell. Forgot power. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so what did Mike and Dave need wedding dates do wrong? Joel. Mm. Uh, uh, I, one time. Uh, where's my snare? Need some snare in my headphones. Um, uh, yeah. Jenna? <laughs> Jenna's what this movie did wrong? No, no, we've talked we've, we've talked about it, but it's it's the, the story's not very tight. Um but that they this feels like all of the scenes were directed in a, in, a, in a pod, in isolated pods. And yeah. it's like, for the next three to four minutes, this scene has to be funny. And they're good at that. But there's no cohesive flow. And again, uh, the characters From aren't very sympathetic. That's right. <laughs> no, wrong movie. That's Ghostbusters. That Personally, I was trying, I wanted to get to know Tatiana and Mike's character better. Mm, instead of Anna Kendrick and Zach. No, 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 not instead oh. of, just in addition to. In addition to. Because yeah. the last scene on the beach with them was like, oh, I'm fucked up. Oh, uh, you're fucked up too. And they take oh, a sweet. Why? I don't know. I just am. <laughs> and like, there's no basis to it, right? Like, Anna Kendrick has a story. Zach Efron's struggling, right? He wants to become an artist. Yeah. Like, not everybody has that story. Sometimes you're just fucked up. But like, that's how they ended it with them was like oh they're shallow and they're they're uncertain as to what they want to do but they have each other up, so they have each other mm-hmm. and i would have just like to for them to develop a little oh bit you're talking more. about you would have liked more story for anna kendrick and zach efron no, no. Oh, oh so you're talking about because one of the things i really liked about this movie was the scene that tatiana and mike had about like i'm dumb I'm dumb, and yeah. I yeah. think that I'm. I'm and, and maybe it's because it spoke to me because I feel that yeah. way a lot sometimes. Where I'm like, you know, wow, all I'm doing is just like faking it till I make it, mm-hmm. uh, and and I'm afraid of being. Uh, you know what? It's one of the things that I I had struggled with when I was trying to find a new job, and kind of struggling with now because I'm kind of back trying to find another gig. <laughs> uh, Hope nobody you work with listens. No, nobody. Okay, maybe one guy. Maybe okay, maybe maybe three or four people. Uh, no, it's it's fine. Uh, but no, it's when I was trying to find this new job, uh, I would come home after interviews and I'd be like, Sarah, you know, I just I know I know this stuff, but I go on these interviews and I feel like it's like these guys are trying to catch me in a lie that I don't know that I'm telling, <laughs> like that I'm really a fraud. Like I'm so scared that people are going to find out I'm a fraud, but I know I know this stuff. But I don't feel like I know it right now, and that—that's kind of—and I know it's—it's it's a stretch, but that's kind of how that scene spoke to me. Was mm-hmm. you know these two people that don't know, like they—they feel they—they they can fool people into thinking they have a strong sense of who they are, but they have no fucking clue who they, they are. They just haven't grown up yet. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Uh, so that spoke to me. I liked that, uh, but I do feel like just—I think that this entire film is filled with characters that needed more development and that the focus was put on people that didn't exactly 
deserve it, nor did they propel things forward. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things that like you you start to look at a movie and you go, okay, how would this story had played out if these people weren't involved? Uh, it's yeah, that old that no old Indiana Terry. Jones thing, that mm-hmm. old Indiana Jones theory uh, that ended up becoming famous and ended up on a, a Big Bang Theory episode, but. Uh, it was a uh, a comic book writer, and I can't remember off the top of my head right now, but he was the one that posited the theory of, like, what if Indiana Jones did not get involved in Raiders of the Lost Ark? Was he an ineffective hero? Uh, and that's kind of how you got to look at this movie as well. Like, what if these people, you know, if you took Dave and Mike out of this movie and just kind of threw in just other random dudes? Joel and Joe. Joel and Joe. It would have been the same movie because of Tatiana and Alice. But if you do this and you take out Tatiana and Alice... The story would have been drastically different. Yeah. Like right. they, they are the yeah. ones that affect change in the film, which is super interesting because it's supposed to be based so much on the Stingle brothers right. and Anna and Aubrey Plus like taking over. Yes, that's great. Yeah, did you say Jenna? Like when we were researching this, that in real life they never did find dates on Craigslist. No, they found girls that they knew for a long time, like really good friends. Oh, they just brought them. They along. just brought really good friends. Yeah. So that whole Craigslist mm. list thing to the was, cat uh, skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why don't I have those friends? you need better friends you're stuck with us unfortunately so okay you guys are getting married in hawaii (laughs) where did okay where did did we leave that did we finish off what the movie did wrong yeah or did i completely hide does anybody else i think we did yeah Yeah, we got around uh all right so if we were going to remake like i said yeah that's right we were starting on that if we were going to remake (laughs) this movie that was made a week ago, uh, or released a week ago, how would oh, we do it? This is so hard. Well, I actually have a, a, a whole recast, redo, where I've taken the cast from another property and uh, and replaced them with a cast. So I, I gave him this idea. No, you did not. No, I didn't. I really didn't. You better not have taken the one that I was going to do like 30 Ooh. minutes ago that I thought of. You got one too? All right. Yeah. Well, what are the chances? It's the one, same. Two, well, three. I think go. the smartest thing to do is mm. to let Joel go through his list, and then we can all add to it. Like, we can all say yeah. who we've cast in Is that a way world. of saying that you didn't recast? Um, wow, dude. <laughs> the magic of the fucking podcast gets completely broken. <laughs> I'm just fucking Are you saying that we all get veto power over Joel's Yes, Joel we all get, you get nah. veto power. Jenna's got a lot of good ones, too, I think. So Jenna and Joel will go first, and then we'll follow up. There you go. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll knock mine out really quickly. Yeah, just you because, do. Um, Bust that one out. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll start at the bottom. Yeah, you will. And uh, <laughs> buzzer in if you uh, know the property which I'm using. So the mom. Buzz. No. Happy days. No. <laughs> That's right. The Fonz. <laughs> what he says, he calls he's, him Fonzarelli. She's like, what did he say? He says, oh, yeah. I can't remember oh, what fuck. he says about Fonzie. Oh, what's the line? Oh, shit. Oh, well. Check it out in theaters, folks. Listen for yourself. Uh, the mother will be played by... You look like Don Johnson fucked Zach Morris. <laughs> That's what That's it is. <laughs> but there was also a Fonzie reference. Terry. Uh, the mother will be played by Deborah Jo Rupp. The father will be played by Kurtwood Smith. Um, that 70s show? Yeah, wow. that 70s show is the guy. So we got Red as the father, the mother. Uh, for uh, Keanu and the masseuse, how about uh, Wilmer Valderrama, Fez? Uh, so we're not ping-ponging this. You're just going to go through your I'm going to blow through mine just because it's all one thing. Oh, you want me to ping-pong? The one time. No, just go through it. Wait, did, 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 did we'll Fez make that decision for you because... Because he's Fez, and there was one Indian guy to recast. Maybe. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> Calling me out. Um, <laughs> Cousin Terry. Um, the actress's name is Cynthia LaMontagne, but if you watch that 70s show, you'll remember her as Rhonda. Remember she was Fez's uh, tall. Yeah, there you go. That's Cousin Terry. Uh, Eric, 
Eric will be played by uh, actually used Eric Topher Grace. Um, Jeannie, good guy, will be played by Allison Munn. She was a uh, Caroline Fez's other girlfriend from the show. And then our top four, of course, uh, Aubrey Plaza will be Mila Kunis. Anna Kendrick is Laura Prepon. Donna, uh, Zach Efron is Danny Masterson, and uh, Adam Devine, Ashton Kutcher. There you go. That 70s show. I could have been a That's whole good. new movie who's if you put uh, Laura Perpon and Taylor Schilling together. Yeah, a little gender bending. Who's, who's directing your... Uh, his name is Nicholas Stollard. He's actually the director I like of... like Nick Forgetting Sarah Marshall and the Two Neighbors movies. Yes. There you go. All right, Jenna. Now okay. on to the real recast. Okay. Uh, so Start at the bottom. I have a feeling... Oh, what what does that mean? It means don't, don't do Dave and Mike first. Oh, Work okay. Up to it. Can I, I'm going to do Tatiana first. Okay. So, pro- Joe's probably not going to like this, but I picked Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah. Wow. Why wouldn't Joe like that? I don't know. I, like I felt like maybe... I don't know. I felt like maybe... <laughs> Talking to your microphone. Use your microphone voice. Okay. Um, Chloe Grace Moretz for Anna Kendrick. Oh, yeah, my mic. I Ooh, forgot about nice. that. nice. Yeah. Yeah, Chloe Grace Moretz. Um, and then for... Oh, Cousin Terry is Miley Cyrus. <laughs> That's excellent. That's excellent. <laughs> not much of a stretch for her, probably. well. Oh, and so she probably Jeannie, could get you tickets. Just due to the voice, has to be Bernadette from Big Bang Theory or <gasps> Melissa Rauch. Yes, that's her name. Um, and Kamal Nanjani is Raj from Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Kunal Nayar, uh, John Boyega. I put as Eric. Oh, that's Eric. perfect. Yeah, he's so nice. That's so good. <laughs> uh, and then for the dad, I have Ed Harris. Ooh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Nice. My God. Okay, and then for Mike and Dave, I, this was a struggle, but I put Dave Franco for Dave. Oh, uh, that was my recast, too. Uh, what? what? My also ran. Oh, okay. All right. And then I put Miles Teller for Mike. Nice. Fantastic. As the uh, Adam Devine character. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Yeah. Okay. Good picks, baby. I didn't That's have a director because I don't know how that works and I don't know many directors. Well, names. directors direct a film. Oh, is that what they do? Yeah, that's, that's a little known oh, Hollywood fact. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Voice. <laughs> the before movies show it to the mark. You have like the, <laughs> did you know? Did you know directors direct a film? <laughs> kind of a free wreck to date Joel, but okay. Okay. Uh, did, do you want to go, or do you want me to go yes, through? Yes, I have just a couple, because I thought, um, as, as we were going through this, um, who would I get? I start with the brothers first, because okay. Mike and Dave. Mike and Dave? Mike and Dave? Dave yeah. and Dave. So um, I borrowed from the 2008 film Camp Rock, because I figure if we're already in the Zac Efron world of uh, the ooh. early 2000s, up, uh, why not go with Camp Rock? So sure. playing our Mike and Dave, we're going to have two of the three Joe bros that are in Camp Rock. Uh, we're going to have Joe Jonas mm-hmm. playing Adam Devine's character. And then the more attractive Jonas brother, Nick Jonas, will play Zac Efron. And instead of having their kid sister getting married it's actually gonna be their big brother because he's the boring jonas oh although really nice i'm sure kevin <laughs> jonas is going to be getting married to i don't really care who demi lovato is gonna be playing yeah probably probably the anna kendrick part oh interesting and i don't have an aubrey plaza we'll just say vanessa hudgens vanessa hudgens <laughs> oh will be God. aubrey plaza and that's where i'm gonna end it that's all i got nice. okay all right uh i'm just going to do the uh the, the top four okay uh, the Tatiana character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to recast with Tatiana Ali. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The uh, the oh. Alice character going to be played by Alice Eve. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Dave Hold is going to be played by uh, what? I was going to guess, but we've already said Dave Franco. Uh, David Duchovny. Mm-hmm. And then huh. Mike is going to be played by Michael Rooker. 
<laughs> All of this directed by I don't know. Uh, let's let's a make helicopter. it. Let's make this a, a Rob Reiner film. <laughs> oh God! Why not? <laughs> That's how much thought I put into the recasting. I of this. can tell. No, because seriously, we were sitting there talking, and Sarah was going, "What? Are, do we recast this?" I was like, "You know what? I don't know. I can't remember if we recast." It's hard with the the Batman Superman with one. New I movies with new movies. It's really tough to kind of. Well, this is what I would do. I mean, honestly, if I was going to recast Mike, I'd have done Jack Black because right. fucking Adam Devine yeah. reminds me of Jack Black. Mm-hmm. Even like straight down to like every bit of his delivery. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. Um, I feel like you're kind of ripping off Jack Black's bit. But then I know you guys said as we were leaving, you're like, no, but he's far more talented than Jack Black. He's got more layers. Well, I didn't say that. I'm a huge fan of Jack Black. Rick-a-coo-coo, rick-a-coo-coo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's just had that's a little bit, a little bit of Wonder Boy. Uh, if you've got any thoughts on Ooh. Mike and Dave need wedding dates, if you have any thoughts on what we've had to say about it. Uh, or our recasting, or whatever, uh, you can always talk back to us on Facebook. Go to Facebook in that little search bar, put in the editing bay. That's going to bring up a picture of the woman with bleeding eyes. Hopefully it's one of the top ones, because if not, we're doing a horrible job of <laughs> promoting our property. Uh, but that's where you can talk back to us, uh, and you can also... Uh, did I just kick you? That's no, okay. I'm sorry. It's uh, I love you. you can ta- <laughs> because I love you. Uh, you can also talk back to us there and uh, give us suggestions. If there's a movie that you want us to talk about in the future... Uh, we would love to hear about it, and we can add it to Joel's ever-expanding list mm-hmm. uh, that I'm looking at right now. Uh, Greystoke. Great Greystoke. Yeah. Um, we've also got a website, right, Joel? We sure do. It is editingbay.com. Please go there and uh, bookmark it. Anytime you're looking for something Editing Bay related, you'll be able to find it there. If you want to figure out where our Facebook page is, you'll find a link to it there. Uh, if you want to figure out what our Twitter handle is, you'll find it there. It is at the Editing Bay, by the way. Please uh, follow us there. We still have that ongoing contest where we're looking for a hundred Twitter followers. We're uh, about ten or eleven away from that now. So uh, any day now. That's right. I'm saying it for three weeks now. Uh, but if you are the hundredth uh, Twitter follower, uh, we'll give you some swag. Joel will finger diddle you. That's right. <laughs> finger, please finger blast. <laughs> That's the appropriate Wait, terminology. Are you saying this? Uh, <laughs> no, not real. Wink. Um, <laughs> did you just say scoff? Sorry, parts of direct reference. Cut that part out, Jeff. Um, whoa! So, editingbay.com. Also, um, if you want to find uh, past episodes there, we have a little uh, page there that will link you right back to the Next Wave Radio uh, website where you can find all of our past episodes. Hey, our birthday's coming up. I just realized. This will be our third. It's going to be, a, oh my God, we've been doing this for almost three years. Almost three oh, years. Oh, happy birthday, man. Joe. Happy birthday to you. I didn't get you anything. I didn't get you anything either. Actually, I, I brought Jenna. You brought. I brought Sarah, and you brought all this equipment. That is so that true. way we could continue to do this podcast. Man, if a squirrel And you were bought to us be... tickets to the movie. Oh, that's true. You're way ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, actually, I'm feeling pretty good about this. Here you go. Where's my shit? Except this plastic cup <laughs> wow. as, as a sign of my appreciation. What I've always wanted. Here you go, Rod. To be fair, you have been getting me drunk for the last three weeks. Except this Slightly rock. Buzzed. <laughs> it represents all my hard work on these ramps. <laughs> Editingbay.com. Uh, all right. If you get us on your Apple device... I uh, would appreciate it if you went to your podcasting app and put in Next Wave Radio in the search bar. Uh, that's going to bring up our Next Wave Radio shows and tap on the editing bay. You can leave us a five-star rating and review. We'd love that. That helps us out because we keep talking about wanting to do another live show. <laughs> that happened our first year, and uh, we've gone another, what, 600 and 722 days <laughs> since the last live show. Uh, but we'd love to do it again. The easiest way to do that is to, to get people to sponsor it. And we do that by 
proving that people listen to it and enjoy our product. Um, so, yeah, go on that app and lie. Give us a five-star rating and a review. <laughs> uh, we'd appreciate that. Let us know what you like about the show, what you don't like, as long as you give us a five-star rating. That's cool. Um, but then while you're there, you can also check out the catalog of other Next Wave Radio shows. We've got uh, the, the past episodes of My Comic Life with Jeff and Sam and MVP, the most valuable podcast with Matt and Danny talking about sports and stuff. Um, all right, so next week, because we kind of changed this on the fly. We were going to yes. do uh, Goonies, and we decided to do this. So what's the story, Morning Glory? I say, I'd still want to do Goonies at some point on this. Uh, uh, but is, but this, is, this was my pick technically this week, so I yeah. feel like I can't do two in a row. I already stole your one from a few weeks ago. We never did a Point did. Blank. Point blank range? Gross, Gross point, point blank. blank. There you go. Point blank range. We're going to watch that next week. Point blank Good range. Good finding that. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? Uh, I'm looking at your list right now. Yeah? What do you and see? And I see something that Uh-oh. really speaks to me. <gasps> oh, It's okay. right there on the bottom of the list. Uh, oh. Yes, yeah? sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are yeah. you choosing it now because it's the 30th anniversary the of The 30th Seinfeld? anniversary. I think we should watch Highlander. Oh, let's do it. I'm totally down with this. This is one of my favorite movies Love right now. I'm going to show my hand right now. I love this movie. Interesting. Just like Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Uh-oh. Like this was a film that I grew up with. We have another one of these. I love so much. All right, man. I've been wanting to revisit it. I've only seen it once. Yeah. And that was uh, probably a good 20 years ago. So we'll oh, wow. see if this one holds so up. So when it was celebrating its 10th anniversary. That's great math. You that just did it like on the fly. That like a really long time ago. Yeah, let's talk about something else. Hey, you know, you know what else came out a long time ago celebrating its 21st birthday? What? Deep Blue Something's Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, I saw your post today on Facebook. Yeah. That yep. doesn't J- make me came feel out old. July 4th, 1995. What a shitty song. Hey. What? You like that song? It's the one thing we got. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we should watch Breakfast at Tiffany. No, no. we're not watching that at all. That's an uh, so Highlander, next week, you guys, uh, I think that's on streaming. I think I've seen it's on Netflix. I think you're right. I think I'm right, too. We'll find out. I'm but often not. Can you promise me, though, and the listeners, that someday we will do I'm goodies. sorry, but I was thinking of the right <laughs> words to say. I know it doesn't come out the way I play. I don't know the words to that Planned at all. I don't it to be. But if I blah 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 I promise you. I promise you. You know, Napoleon yeah. Dynamite ruined that song. Oh, Every time I hear that song now, I just see Napoleon oh. playing tetherball. Do you not like Napoleon Dynamite? No. Uh-oh. Napoleon Dynamite. Coming soon to an episode of the editing bay. One of those movies that I uh, I enjoy less and less each time I see it. Interesting. Like, what? Eh, not really digging it. All right. Yeah. All right. So next week, Highlander. Um, there can be only one. There can. And they made seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll catch you next week. Wait. Here. What? What? Thanks to what? our special guests. Well, then thank them. I will thank you, Sarah, and thank you, Jenna, for uh, being our dates on this podcast. She's gone cold and wandering wild. Our pleasure. Got out of bed at all. Was it everything you hoped it would be? <laughs> sure. <laughs> thank you, ladies. I definitely want to come again. You, you just went NPR well. Then just on ask us. ask Joel to finger diddle. That was very gross and inappropriate. That was and I should awesome. Not have said Good that. way to end. Oh wow! All yeah. right, guys. Next week we're going to talk about <laughs> Highlander. Until then, thank you, ladies, very much for joining us. Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome, Joe. Ah, thank you, Jenna. You're welcome. Thank you, Jeff. You're. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Joel. It's always a pleasure. Thanks, Joe. Catch you guys next week. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.